Greetings, everyone. You are tuned into the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 30th of November, 2021. Man, the 30th of November, 2021. That means we have one month left in the year of 2021. I don't know about y'all, but I am ready to get to 2022 and see what that new year brings. But we got to hold tight and stand fast with this. All right. All right. For my today, for my opening remarks, I want to. I'm, I will be remiss if I didn't mention, I know yesterday, um, as I came back from my two week, uh, break and I talked about, I used yesterday's opening remarks as a way to kind of introduce the rebranding and everything, but I didn't even talk about Thanksgiving, what, what you guys did, what we did, so on and so forth. So we'll start with that. So I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I know this is it's late, but hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving for us. We went to, uh, Memphis, Tennessee, went down there, went to the, some of the uh, historical sites, Martin Luther King um, assassinate, assassination site at the Lorraine Motel. We went to the uh, museum that's co-located with the motel, um, drove across the bridge to Arkansas, came back, went down Bill Street, uh, ate at B.B. King's. If you haven't been to B.B. King's in Memphis, it's definitely worth it right but i think i told my wife i said i think it'll be better if we go down there in the summertime so you can really experience uh memphis in the summertime because it was kind of chilly outside a lot of people wasn't around but nonetheless we had a good time um and just start prepping for christmas set up by christmas decorations up uh what was that sunday so uh we we ready man we, we got a couple things we want to get in terms of decorations and everything but you know, I think we, we, we're good to go. So I hope everyone, again, had a great uh, holiday. To me, the first official holiday of winter as we get ready to go into the busyness of Christmas. Then it's like Christmas gets here, you're happy, and then all of a sudden it's almost like a letdown. You're happy New Year's arrives, but for the folks that's going to work and going to school, it's kind of like, oh, you're on this holiday high and had time off and time to relax, time to unwind and not think about work, not think about school. Now, all of a sudden, New Year's, you're excited, man, it's 2022. Now, all of a sudden, it just doo, just drop. I know when I was active duty, that was like my favorite time. I would sometimes I would take leave depending on uh, what was going on. And a lot of units in the military, they give you day on, day off or half day off during the Christmas and New Year's holiday. So sometimes I would take leave and then I would come back like a couple of days after uh, the time when everyone is supposed to report back to work, but everyone's all, you know, they excited that it's a brand new year, but then it's like, man, it was just the holidays. You know, I was just at home chilling. I was on a vacation. So yeah. So there it is. There it is. Also, I don't want to forget Michigan. We finally beat Ohio state for a Michigan man that grew up in Detroit and Michigan football was it. I enjoy, I love Michigan football more than I love the Detroit Lions, right? And the Detroit Lions is almost like the kid that, you know, if they get a D in class, you know, they can't do any better. So you just say, all right, maybe next time, <laughs> you know, so glad Michigan, we finally uh, exercised that Ohio State demon, if you will. Uh, we've been playing for over 100 years and we still lead the all-time series. But in the last few years, you, Ohio State is just, they were recruited better, got a better athlete, so on and so forth. And since 2011, we hadn't beat Ohio State since 2011. 
in 17 out of the last 18 years, Ohio State has won. So, uh, hey, man, I'm happy. We're going to the Big Ten Championship. We play Iowa Saturday. If we beat Iowa Saturday in the Big Ten Championship, we go to the college football playoff. So, excited about that. I hope we're not too high on the Ohio State win. You know, it was great. Don't let that hang over. Let's go beat Iowa and take care of business. But go blue. Happy, happy, happy. Uh, What else is on? I think that's pretty much it. Just, uh, yeah, just wanted to say, I should have mentioned all this yesterday, but I got so caught up in the, look at this, look at this. This is how it sounds. This is how it looks. So, you know, I was just kind of excited to kind of get back, get to talking again. So there it is. There it is. Hey, check it out. Today on Talking on the Tuesday, right? We're going to talk about an introvert, being an introvert, how an introvert helps. I'm going to use my own, myself as as the, the test subject, if you will, because I am a, a bona fide introvert. So I'm going to talk about being an introvert, how it's helped me, how how can it help you, and just kind of just bounce it off the wall. This is really going to be, it's, the topic is going to be centered on being an introvert, but I'm going to bounce this thing off the wall and hit many, many topics as well. But that's our subject on talking on a Tuesday. Appreciate. If you're new to the channel, please like and subscribe. I'm on all your um, uh, podcasts and audio platforms, the Patreons, the YouTubes, the Vimeos, and all that. So tune in, take a listen, take a visual, subscribe, follow, do all the et ceteras. Appreciate it. Thanks again. See y'all in a minute. I'm talking on a Tuesday. Trust and believe. Hey, 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 welcome back. Welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast today on the 30th of November, 2021. So today for talking on a Tuesday, as I was going through trying to going through my notes and trying to figure out what did I want to talk about today? One word, actually two words kept popping up. Introvert, extrovert, introvert, extrovert. And so I thought about it. I said, you know what? I think I want to make this a two part series. And today I'm going to talk about being an introvert and thinking about it. Really being an introvert is okay. It's kind of one of those things where, where I, I knew I was an introvert at a very young age. Now I have extrovert capabilities. If you will, I have fulfilled over my time, fulfilled extrovert requirements. Over my time, I have fulfilled introvert requirements, right? But I knew at a young age, I knew that the introvert life was for me. I'm making it sound like, you know, something spectacular. But I think a lot of times we, you know, I include myself uh, in the bag as well. We we oftentimes, you know, criticize ourselves. Why we, Why am I not this way? Why aren't you this way? You should be this way. Why aren't you this way? And it's, it took me years, even though I recognized this at an early age, it took me years to really understand the gravity of being an introvert. Now you may ask yourself, Hey, how are you an introvert? You've married, you got kids, family and everything. I would tell you, I guess I could start from the beginning. When I was younger, I come from a big family, huge family, right? And a lot of my family members have moved on to different cities and other places, right? But growing up, most of my family in Detroit was there. We had relatives down south and relatives in Chicago. But by and large, most of my family was in Detroit. 
So we will always spend a night over each other's houses and have like the Thanksgiving dinners and Christmases and birthdays. You go to everybody's house. One aunt cooks this time. The next aunt cooks that time. And the mother cooks this time. Dad cooks this time. Grandmother cooks. Just like any any other family. The composition of the family is, is consistent with other families throughout the world. But I remember my cousins, we will all spend a night. I would go spend a night over their house and vice versa. And I knew at a young age that even though those times were fun, they were exciting, they're memorable. You know, I think about some of those times now as an adult. There was times when I was younger, I used to wish that I could hear my own voice, if that makes sense. I always want to hear my own voice because a lot of times you get in a public setting, whether it's a mall or a board meeting or wherever. And sometimes it's good to listen to your own voice, to hear your own voice. And I knew at a young age, even though, again, those times were fun, there's times I want to be by myself. And I, I love those times by myself. If my family members wasn't there, if no one spent the night, if no one visited, you know, I would get in my room and I would close the door of my room and play with my trucks and go down in the basement and play. And, you know, to me, that was fun. And, you know, I went outside, you know, played with the kids and everything, did all the typical neighborhood stuff and all that, had friends growing up and all that. But I always look forward to the time where I can go in my basement when I was younger and play with my trucks. I always look forward to that time when I can go upstairs and play or maybe read or play video games by myself to hear my own voice. Right. And that's something I realized at a young age. And I thought I was being weird because even like some of my friends, you say, man, you weird. You don't want to talk to nobody. I enjoy talking to people, but sometimes it, 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 for me, it came at a price. It was like, okay, my time, my time, I'm ready to go. I got to get back by myself. I got to go in that basement. I got to go play with my trucks. I got to do whatever. And even as I matured and migrated to an adult going to the Marines, I remember in boot camp, this was the first time where you're constantly around people. It's not like, okay, when I was in middle school and high school, you see these folks for seven, eight hours of the day, and then you're gone home and I can go crawl back into the shell. You know, I'm Marine boot camp. I'm around these dudes 24 seven for 13 weeks, nonstop. They watch you the bathroom, going to sleep, training, talking, doing whatever. And I was able to, I guess, get out of that introvert stage because I had no choice. You couldn't go in the corner and be quiet. You had to be out there, be vocal. Uh, we talk about being vocal through your cords. You had to, that was just the, the, the dynamics of the situation. So you weren't allowed to be quiet. So I, I looked at myself and I was like, Hmm, maybe I'm not that type of person that wants to be by themselves. Cause I excelled in, you know, having friendships and, and doing those things while I was in boot camp. even as I transitioned from boot camp to going to the fleet, which is the permanent part in the Marine Corps, the fleet Marine force. I, um, I knew that some of those relationships that I still have almost 30 years, 25 plus years, it wasn't because I was an introvert. You know, I exuded extrovert tendencies. You know, we used to have fun. We just go to the club. Of course, this is before I was married. We go to the club and we do all these things that, you know, single Marines did, you know, especially in those days. And I enjoyed that, that time. 
But then it was also a time when I don't want to go out on a Friday. I don't want to go out on Saturday, man. I'm just going to chill. I'm going to stay in my room. And if my roommate was there, I was ready for them to leave so I can be by myself. And I just want to lay in the bed and eat Doritos and watch movies and all that. And I, I used to think, man, you know, this is really cool. Kind of just centering on yourself and kind of understanding yourself. And it's one of those things that I look at in life. And I think a lot of us, I think maybe I won't say we're afraid of being an introvert, but there's a beauty with being an introvert. And I'm going to read a couple of things that I pulled off the internet from time magazine. Now going back into uh, some of the things I've experienced being an introvert. So let me just plug this right quick. So it's a couple of things that I pulled off the time magazine website this morning as I was researching this topic. And uh, they talked about some of the beauties of being an introvert. And one of them was their good listeners. Now you ask Miss Anderson, she may uh, diffuse this one. She don't think I'm a good listener. I think I listen, you know, I think my problem is I listen to solve the problem instead of listening to hear the problem. If that makes sense. The next one is they think before they speak. I definitely do that. I try to, I, I'm a very calculated individual. I'm very regimented with my thoughts and everything. And I make sure that if I say something, I sound it out, you know, back in the day, you know, you had to sound out your words and sound out your words. You know, I think I do that before I say something. I try to, you know, sometimes the human factor just takes over, but it says they think before they speak. Uh, they're very observant. Myself, I'm a very observant person. And this could be just, you know, being in the military or getting deployed to foreign countries and being in adverse conditions. But I'm very, very observant. If I go to a restaurant, I don't like, I can't sit with my back to the door. I'm watching everybody coming in. I want to know where the escape route's at. Where's the access points? Where the egress points? Where's the fire escape? How far, how far am I from such and such? So, and then they talk about they make quality friends. I pick my friends very, very carefully. There's a lot of folks that I've been stationed with that I've lost contact over the years. And there's folks that I've been stationed with that I maintain contact over the years. And it's all about, you know, you pick and choose who you like to be around, who you like to talk to. You know, nowadays, since I'm retired, most of my connection with friends is via Facebook, the Instagrams or, you know, uh, Sometimes texting, texting some of my folks that's, you know, stationed in Korea and he's going to all these other places. Um, but they make quality friends and I'm definitely a product of that. This is the one I really liked. They make loving romantic partners. God dog. I've been married 24 years. So I hope I'm doing something right. Um, they're thoughtful networkers. This is the, this is, this is the one I have an issue with because I think being an introvert in my life, particularly in my military life, I feel this is probably the, the one category. If you want to label this a category where I think I've, I won't say I failed at it, but I didn't execute it properly. Cause I know a lot of times you get stationed somewhere and you would have a uh, group of people for three years, four years, whatever. And then you go to the next duty station and you lose contact. I think the, one of the biggest things I don't do well, I don't sustain contacts with, everybody and of course you can't you don't like everybody you don't love everybody but i think a lot of those uh 
key decision makers, some of those key players, some of those folks that I've you know, been stationed with over the years and with the w- war with and all that, a lot of those relationships I didn't sustain because of being an introvert. And I'm that's I'm, that one right there really hits home. They're thoughtful networkers. That's probably the part why I think I fail at in being an introvert. Cause you know, I want to do everything on my own. I can figure out, let me figure it out. Let me just get down here in the basement. I can, I hit my head on the wall till I get it right. When all I had to do is say, Hey, this dude, you know, he's in charge of the such and such. Why don't you ask him? That's something I've, I've utilized networking. I won't say I haven't, but as far as sustainability, this is probably the part where, you know, I really can, uh, get a boost if you will. <laughs> This last one I'm going to read here says they're compassionate leaders. I will tell you, I won't say I was the best leader, but I was, I think I was a great leader. You know, best leader to me are like the Colin Powell's and some of those folks, those, you know, guys on the top of the spear. I did my part. I did well. And you can uh, query some of the folks I've been stationed with. They will tell you I, I was very compassionate. And I was all about, you know, it wasn't about me. It wasn't about the, uh, person it was about the unit we used to have a saying in korea um in my s3 shop we used to say there's no i there's no me it's only us and we who are we the super three you know and i thought and to me that was that was a composition of great people that uh that were led you know they did the right thing you know there was no issues with them and to me i always talk about being korea is like my the culminating event of all my assignments. I wasn't an introvert at work in Korea, but I was an introvert in my off time in Korea. And I want to kind of get back to that, talking about the military side where I probably failed as a person, as a service member, but because of, I like to be an introvert. So I tell you in 2010, I was in the senior leaders course, which is at Fort Lee, Virginia. Uh, for my MOS, which is 92 Alpha, which is logistics, logis- logistician. So our school, every, you know, you go to your, um, I forgot what they call it now, but when I went, it was your basic non-commissioned officer course. Uh, and then you had your ANOC, which was the advanced non-commissioned officer course, where they changed it. So for E7s, you would go to the senior leader course. Uh, and for the staff sergeant, you would go to your basic leader course, which is BLC. So in 2010, I was a student at the senior leaders course, Fort Lee, Virginia. And the school, I think, was like seven to eight weeks. And our class was comprised. I was a staff sergeant. And our class was comprised of E7s getting ready to make master sergeant because they had to fulfill that requirement, that school requirement to make master sergeant. Uh, And the majority of us were staff sergeants. So we was in school for about seven weeks. Now, we're at Fort Lee, Virginia. It was the summertime. It was great. I had a rental car, had uh, my own room at lodging on Fort Lee and everyone in my class, even some of those folks that's in my class is still Facebook friends with me. Some of them, you know, stationed in my local uh, base here. So I remember one time, probably, I think it was probably about 40 something students in our class. And I remember one time on the Saturday they had planned. Well, during that week, they had planned to go to Myrtle beach. They go on to Myrtle beach. They go hang out have fun, whatever. They was going to leave that Friday, come back that Sunday, I think. And uh, they was like, hey, you know, Anderson, hey, man, what's up, man? You want to go to Myrtle Beach? And I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. 
And so out of those 40 some people, it was probably only maybe five or six people that didn't go on that trip for whatever reason. And so instead of me going with these folks, Hey man, yeah, let's go to Myrtle beach. Let's go have some fun. Right. It was nothing getting in anything crazy. It was just, Hey, you just going down there just to chill. So while everyone went to Myrtle beach in my class for that weekend, I took my rental car and drove the freaking went, went on 95 and drove to freaking Washington, DC. And I was in DC all day, Saturday by myself, walking around, taking pictures, whatever, you know? Um, and I remember when we came back to class that Monday, everybody's talking about, Oh man, Myrtle beach was you know off the chain and this, that, and the third. And it was like, yo, Anderson, wh- where you go, man? Oh, I went to DC. You went to DC by yourself. I was like, yeah, you know, and it wasn't like I was being called weird or anything, but cats was like, yo man, why you want to go hang out? But for, to me, to me, I didn't, you know, I, there was no dislike in the class or anything. I just wanted to just go by myself. I didn't want to go to Myrtle beach. Now I think about it, you know, 11 years later, you know, um, maybe I should have went to Myrtle beach again. Some of those folks that was in my class, I still talk to them today. So there's no issues, but those are like, those are the things I think where being an introvert probably crippled some of the relationships I could have sustained as I mentioned earlier. But I always know that being an introvert is is okay. There's nothing wrong with hearing your own voice, being in your own space, right? Because I've gotten to the point now where I don't like being around a lot of people in crowded areas. Again, you can blame that on situations when we was in Iraq, so on and so forth, right? And sometimes it's a struggle for me to, to say if I'm in an airport, if I'm in the mall, if it's starting a lot of people around, a lot of people, you know, walking in my space, you know, it bothers me. My PTSD in this documented, my PTSD gets activated. And I think that's where being an introvert kind of helps me because I can kind of crawl back into my turtle shell, if you will. You know, and I've had many instances in the military where my intro being an introvert was tested, you know, going on different field operations and being in adverse, you know, conditions and, all over the world. But I knew there was always a, a, a time where I knew I had to crawl back into the shell to hear my own voice, you know? And I look at the time when, uh, when we was in Japan, we used to go to a lot of, uh, events, dragon boat races and all these sorts of things. So I was able to fulfill that, the extrovert, uh, requirement, but I always want to be by myself in a sense. That's like the last time I was in Korea, you know, guys in my unit and guys in my shop, they would go, you know, go to Jeju Island, which is south of where we were at in Korea. And they would go there for a weekend trip. They would do all these things. And I would just get in my car and I would drive around to the local mall and drive down to Seoul and all that. And I would do all that by myself. You know, a lot of these guys, they would go chill with other people. They would do all these things. But I've always, I, I just want to have my own space and I, I keep talking about it and they get repetitive, but I want to hear my own voice to me being in my room. If I don't want to go nowhere on the weekend, no one was like, Hey, master, Hey man, why you ain't coming to chill? I enjoyed that time, that space. Cause I was away from my wife. I was away from my children. And to me, that was my sanctuary. And now looking back, maybe I should have participated more in some of those unit functions and did some of those things.
And I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm being clear. I wasn't like, you know, all these places I'm talking about. I wasn't like in the manhole, you know, all by myself. It was times where I mentioned where I, you know, exuded extrovert tendencies, but it was when I needed to, not when I had to. So it was a difference. Then you ask yourself, hey, Masson, how would you a daggone introvert when you was a recruiter? Now, I'm going to tell you, I was in a situation where I had to be an extrovert, you know, because I'm very vocal with my chords. I, I like to talk. I've given presentations to generals. You know, I've given briefings to generals and lore. I mean, I've done it all. Set up NCO induction ceremonies, you know, been in charge of changing commands and changing responsibilities and all that stuff. So I was I'm able I'm fully capable of fulfilling that extrovert requirement. However, I prefer to be that introvert. It, it just suits me. I think it suits my personality, especially as I've getting older. I don't like the, you know, I don't like the rah-rah stuff no more. I like peace. I like quiet. That's probably why I like, I like going to Walmart and Kroger early in the morning because my kind of people are there, the retirees, the folks that's not saying too much. They're just pushing their carts and living life. And I think as, as I've gotten older, I've begun to accept being an introvert. And I'm, I'm, I'll tell you, being an introvert, and that's the title of this, being an introvert is okay. There's nothing wrong with it. You're not weird. You know, if someone says, oh, well, you don't want to, you know, do some of the things that you used to do. Well, you know, things change. So there's nothing wrong with it. But if I had to take, if I had to, you know, if we was able to, to kind of take back time, if you will, you don't live with regrets, but I will tell you some of those things that we that did in the military, some of those unit functions, I think I, I wish I would have participated more instead of wanting to hear my own voice because I've been around extraordinary leaders. I've been mentored by the best and I've taken nuggets from each and every one and I've used it, you know, as far as, you know, setting up my position in life and how I move in life. But I, I wish, you know, I had to took some of people's uh, ability to to be extroverts like my wife. My wife is a full extrovert. And you talk about the yin and the yang. I'm an introvert. She's an extrovert, but we mix well. And again, I have the capability of being an extrovert. But to me, the introvert is this is just something about it. So let me read this right quick. I pulled off very well. What is it? Very well dot com. So I'm going to read this talking about being an introvert. Introversion is a personality trait characterized by a focus on internal feelings rather than on external sources of stimulation. We talked about that being in your own space. Introverts and extroverts are often viewed in terms of two extreme opposites. But the, but the truth is most people lay in the middle between being an introvert and an extrovert. And I think that explains me well. Like I said, in the military, there was times I had to be an extrovert when I was conducting some of those missions and leading some of those uh, exercises all across the world. Uh, being a team leader, squad leader, being a platoon sergeant, doing all those things, um, filling in for the sergeant major, filling in for the first sergeant. You had to be an extrovert. You couldn't crawl back into the shell. Time in the Marine Corps, you had to be an ext extrovert. Couldn't crawl into the shell. Being a recruiter had to be an extrovert. Autumn school presentations, high school presentations we had to go to, being on the street trying to get people to join. You couldn't be no extrovert being a recruiter, you know. So I look at myself and I, you know, sometimes I used to get mad. It's like, man, you know, 
you're an introvert. You got to change. But I'm like, dude, you've, you've executed, you know, well in, you know, you, you've done the things you needed to do to make it to, to sustain yourself professionally. Accept who you are. And I've accepted. I'm 47 years old. And it is what it is. I enjoy the introvert life. And I keep saying this. I've said it since the time I hit the record button. Sometimes it's good to hear your own voice. It is being in crowds. I don't like being in crowds. Like I mentioned anymore, but sometimes you just gotta, you gotta kind of get outside the bubble and it's fun. But when I'm outside the bubble, I look around. All right. Where's my bubble? I'm in everybody else's bubble. I need my bubble. And let me go ahead and crawl. I crawl back into my bubble and then life is safe. And I think it's, you know, you probably can make it as being an introvert. That bubble is almost like your safe space because a lot of people, they, they need noise. They need distraction. They need the gossip. They need loudness. They need all that. And, you know, for a person like me and many introverts, you probably can relate as well. Sometimes you just need that to hear your own voice, which is cool. But again, I can work it both ways. So this last part of the sentence where it says, but the truth is that most people, introverts and extroverts lie somewhere in the middle. And I think that is so true. And I think that's a, you know, I think I fulfill that. That's definitely speaking. So what I want to do, I want to, you know, transition. So we talked about being an introvert today. I'm talking on the Tuesday. Next week for part two, I think I'm going to go talk about the extroverts, you know, because being an extrovert is cool. Being an introvert is cooler, you know, <laughs> so I'm going to leave a link in the description here with the two sites. I just uh, referenced the one from Time Magazine where I had the um, the daggone categories and then from the very well mind, I'll leave that link as well. And then just leave some comments. There's nothing wrong. Again, nothing wrong with being who you are, accepting who you are. And I think sometimes as society, we kind of forget who we are. You know, we're all special. We're all unique, but just be happy with who you are. Cause at the end of the day, who you are is who you are. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely another day in the books, just talking on the Tuesday here on the 30th of November, 2021. You guys are great. You guys are awesome. Appreciate all the support. Um, my downloads are going up and everything. So I, uh, I continue to, to enjoy doing this. I tell you, I missed, missed y'all for the last two weeks. I was telling my wife, man, I'm ready to start talking again. I'm ready to start yapping again. Uh, but this is fun, man. This really is, this is work. It takes a lot of work to do all this and edit the material and all that stuff, but this is fun. So tomorrow for way back Wednesday, I'm going to tell this story since we in the holiday season, tomorrow's episode on way back Wednesday, I'm going to talk about my true feelings on holidays in terms of helping people out and turkeys and doing all that stuff. Uh, and also I'm gonna tell the story on how, when I was a recruiter in Detroit, I took some future soldiers, uh, to a, it wasn't a rescue mission. It was more like a soup kitchen kind of took them there. And I'm gonna talk about that story and some issues I had with some of the folks that was there. So I'm gonna tell that story as well. So again, thank you guys for tuning in today on the talking on the Tuesday here. Uh, hope I kind of explained everything well in terms of being an introvert next week. I want to do part two where I talk about being an extrovert. 
Uh, if there's any introverts that's listening, please chime in, leave your comments and everything, and definitely want to create some dialogue with that because I think it's a community that people kind of, you know, push to the side sometimes because it's cool to be the person, the rah-rah folk, you know, but sometimes it's cool to kind of just lay back and, and chill and, you know, do some of the things that they talked about being observant and all these other things. Right. So there's nothing wrong with it. Again, I guess the, the biggest takeaway of this is be ex accept who you are, be happy who you, who you are, because at the end of the day, who you are is who you are. All right. See y'all tomorrow for way back Wednesday. Stay tuned. Stay locked. Have a great day. See y'all tomorrow. Trust and believe.